In the holy name of Jesus, amen. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, in Bethlehem, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. How appropriate is it that the bread of life should be born for us in Bethlehem, which means the house of bread. The one who created our hungers generously satisfies them with his joy. Just as the Lord ordained from before the foundation of the earth, so tonight the galaxies of heaven and the powers of earth converge together on a little spot named Bethlehem. This does more than take our breath away. It actually breathes new life into us. For God is faithful to his promise in making complete what Moses, the patriarchs, and the prophets hoped for. The Lord is so sure he keeps his promises that the invitation of the angel, fear not, opens our ears to hear the fulfillment of the good news about his birth for us. The invitation of Christmas is an invitation to all all of hungry humanity. Humanity that is riddled by the cravings of our lives. An invitation to come to the house of bread in order to feast forever on the bread of life. See, in Christ we have the union of the richest majesty of God and the poor lowliness of our humanity. God in Christ Jesus knows your need as intimately as the baby Jesus fed at Mary's breast. The intention of the living giver is that we shall live and live with him as long as he lives, which is forever. Does anything in our existence, our human existence, illustrate so dramatically as does hunger that we are creatures of dependence? and exchange. We have hunger for food, but not only that, for friendship, for knowledge, and for power, for love, even for life. We hunger, and we depend upon others to feed that hunger. You can't satisfy your own cravings. Starvation literally or metaphorically understood, is the death of not being nurtured by another. So it's true. It's always been true. If you try to live only by oneself, you, who are a dependent human creature, die. But not all who hunger eat and live. Hunger does not create that which satisfies it. Even though the hunger may testify or show to you that there is something designed to satisfy your desires. Hunger is, or hunger alone, is without purpose and would only lead to your death. No, your hunger is given to you by God to lead you to true satisfaction. 
in the desires that we know, those things that we crave for in our hearts, a sign is given to the hidden presence of the one who opens his hand and satisfies the desires of every living thing. God is the giver. And he is also the designer and the implanter of your hunger. When he creates and sustains this exchange of hunger, your hunger, with his satisfaction, he hints at the mystery of the reality of who he is and what he makes. All the great issues of life and death are linked to eating and drinking. This simple, it seems, action is the pattern, or maybe even a parable, of this deep exchange that God has built into his creation, as he is the creator God and we are his creatures. He creates the hunger and he satisfies that need. But when our need, our hunger, becomes unhinged from the purpose, that is to seek fulfillment from the ruling lordship of the creator, that's when your hungers turn into something else. Your desires become greed. The craving to consume becomes cannibalism. Your lives become full of fear and anger. I think this word hunger really does sum up our every human need. Because hunger points to this longing in our life with the thing that we desire. But there is a problem, of course, that our hunger is never really fully satisfied, is it? Every time we feed our hunger, when it's unhinged from God, it just keeps going, and it gets even worse and worse, further and future hungers. We're only satisfied until the next meal. For our humanity... This persistent dissatisfaction indicates how we've actually gone astray, how we've lost sight of our Creator God, and how He fulfills and satisfies every desire of every living thing. But Christmas, of course, is not for this sort of depressing talk, it's for joy. Even in the very depression that many feel at Christmas time, that even that sadness that people feel is a signal of trying to satisfy a hunger or craving with the wrong sort of bread. What bread do we need but the bread from heaven? The word, fear not, for unto you this day is born a Savior. So the invitation of Christmas is from him who gives the bread of life, to live forever in his house of bread, his Bethlehem. Our desires are only satisfied in him who was born for us. That's why he was given, after all. And in Christ Jesus, we see this perfect exchange, which Luther had us sing so well in the hymn, too. The majestic and generous God, the unapproachable God, joined in perfect union with satisfied mankind. Our restless and fearful hungers are fed with life-giving bread. And only that can give you perfect rest or peace. Our creaturely hungers are increased 
and then exchanged with Christ's perfect satisfaction of them. This exchange goes deep into our very life. Indeed, in Jesus, death and life are even exchanged. Christ knows our every hunger and thirst, the hungers and thirsts of our human existence. That is, he knows our temptations, he knows our sin, he knows our death. And he came in the flesh to suffer them for us, and thus to satisfy our hunger by his innocent suffering and death. He satisfies our hungry hearts in a way that only the giving God can. And this night, in this place, he has made this holy house your Bethlehem, your house of bread. And he feeds you. From the altar, you even call it the manger, it's made of wood, at which tonight we will feed on the bread of life as he gives to us satisfaction. That is, forgiveness, life, and salvation. Now that wine and that bread will not satisfy the hunger of our bellies, but it does satisfy our hunger and thirst for righteousness. That is, for restoration, for reconciliation, for recreation, for holiness. All that was lost when our first parents unhinged their desires from the one who could satisfy their desires, from God themselves. So this Christmas invitation has come, gone out, and you've heard it, and you've come to Bethlehem. It's issued into a fearful world that is starving in so many ways, hungry. And this world, and we its creatures, try to satisfy this emptiness with a steady stream of deep sadness and pursuits of the flesh. But there's other ways to try to satisfy this hunger that happened at Christmas too. Maybe nostalgia or sentimental, enthusiastic ideas about a quiet, strange, or even fascinating small-town gathering in Bethlehem. But that's not what that night was about. Christmas is, rather, the invitation extended to the poorest and hungriest of God's creatures, even shepherds, to nurture, to nurture you on him, on his passion, on his power, to be fed by the grace and majesty of the glory of the highest God, who in the Christ child is joined to us, victims of endless hunger, to be satisfied, that he would be our bread of life and our joy forever. The Lord opens his hands and satisfies the desires of every living thing. In Jesus, the bread of life, born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. Thanks be to Jesus in his holy name. Amen.